Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of the Send Help Podcast. I am your host, Danny, and I'm usually joined by my co-host, Steph, but she is super busy this week. She is prepping for a trip, which I'm sure we'll hear about very soon. So I decided that this was a perfect opportunity to bring on a guest that I've been trying to get on the show with us for quite some time. Um, I asked our guest a few weeks ago to appear on the show, and she couldn't appear for reasons that she's going to talk about later on the episode. So it kind of worked out that she was going to be close to my house, and I'm like, girl, like, let's get you on the episode. We've had a few people reach out to us um, about being on the podcast, which we are definitely interested in getting some more guests on the show. So if you are interested, please DM us on Instagram at the Send Help Pod so we can get something put together. Our guest this week is Sydney Patterson. I met Sydney um, working at Fox Hollow. We brought her on as a brand ambassador, and I just instantly fell in love with Sydney. She is so funny and so sweet, and she is definitely an Instagram influencer. She really promotes small businesses in the area, which is super, super cool. And she's just, she's always promoting happiness. And I just, she is just such a ray of sunshine, and I love her so much, and I'm so happy we could get her on this week. So please follow her on Instagram at Sydney underscore Patterson underscore, and I will link that on our Instagram as well as in the bio for the podcast episode. So I'm going to shut the fuck up, and without further ado, enjoy the special episode with our guest, Sydney Patterson. <laughs> Don't judge me. Sydney is judging my collection of shoes right now. Well, when you stare at something for so long, I'm just like, well, fuck it. I have to have it. I just, I have to buy it. I feel like that's what we were with, like, everything that came in. Literally like, everything. Like, scrunchies, we were like, man, that's true. That scrunchie's looking pretty good today. I cannot even talk about scrunchies. I have so many fucking scrunchies. It's a, it's, you, it's you alarming. Scrunchy <laughs> You're like, well, they start falling apart, but I can't get rid of them. Why would I get rid of them? I don't like, want to get rid of I can't get rid of it. I just can't. What if I need it? What if I need a lime green scrunchie? You never know. I mean, you have them. It's, it's a velour lime green scrunchie, not just not like cotton, not spandex material. It's like you touch it and it rubs different ways, depending on the grain. <laughs> velour is coming back. It, it is, is making a comeback. Kim K is making a new velour like uh, athleisure line. Whole line. And it's bomb. And like, her, I fucking love it. And she's using Paris for her marketing. Which is genius. I probably wouldn't have even looked if Paris hadn't reposted it. Because I don't follow Kim K, but I follow Paris. I love Paris Houghton. She's an angel. She, I feel so bad for her. She's a boss I bitch. I can't believe, like, she's like the epiphany. She's like the poster child for overcoming adversity. Where, like, did you watch her documentary? Yes, I watched it. And it's not what I expected it was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, maybe like so horrible. Men's hunt. But she's actually like, no, I had childhood trauma that nobody knew about. And I'm like, shit, I'm sorry, Paris. Yeah, like they put her in like chairs and like she'd have to stare at the wall for like days. Like, no 
wonder. No wonder people turn out in Hollywood this messed up. I'm like, Jesus, can you imagine like the things that are probably going on that we just have no idea about? I mean, I still think that like Lady Gaga eats like children. Like I like the meat dress. Come on. Okay. Come on. So ever since that theory was online and like that was like during quarantine, and I'm like, we're all gonna fucking die anyway. So like I'm going down this wormhole and I'm like, this is terrifying. And like I Googled the pictures and I didn't sleep for two days. Like it freaked me the fuck out. So now when I see Lady Gaga, like I used to love her. I still love her. Like I love her, but I love her in spirit. But I'm like, girl, do you eat babies? (laughs) Like low key, are you eating children? (laughs) Is that why you look so good? I just we all have our shortcomings. Lady Gaga is just like you know fountain of youth, munching on children. Who knows? I just I can't. I just I can't do it. Like mutton, like holding up. <laughs> like so, a baby, like oh god, we can't be talking about this. Has to go. Can't come out this this dark. No, we will. We will probably be murdered. We're gonna end up on unsolved mysteries. Have you watched the new season that they I just put out? No. Yeah, it just came out yesterday. I haven't started it yet. Is it good? Okay, so it is. Do you remember with the aliens? We're like <laughs> that fucking guy that was drawing the pictures. Like, right. <laughs> yep. The glue holding the whole town together because he drew these pictures. And it, listen, no hater shade because I can't do it either. But I'm like, this looks like a four year old blindly like scribbled this together. But here's the thing that's like the consumer appeal is like, we love stupid people. Like, we can make fun of them. And we're like, it's oh, true. I can never be like that. But like, we love it. Why do you think everybody watched Tiger King? Uh, Tiger King just did. I watched it twice. I watched it twice. Dumb people making dumb decisions, or maybe like for the Carol Baskin conspiracy theory, she's on Dancing with the Stars now. Yes, which I watched. She only made it on like two weeks, and then they kicked her ass off. Like she was too old for that show. Like she, she just yeah, allegedly, allegedly, Allegedly. definitely dead. She did it. Um, no, what's the guy's name? I always forget his name. The one that had like all the wives. Oh, um, he's my Doc. favorite. Doc is Ew. my favorite. <laughs> Why did I know that? I'm one of his wives, actually. Changed my name from Sydney to like Starfire. Oh, is that <laughs> Starfire? <laughs> Something more exotic for him. Oh, that's right. They, had to their names. they did. They had to change their names. I forgot about that. And like, <laughs> I liked when they were like panning in the beginning. They're all like beating on like a drum, and I'm like, this this can only go oh. up from here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the, the new Unsolved Mysteries, I don't want to, like, ruin it for you, but the second episode, they start out, and they're like, this woman dies in a hotel room, and nobody knows who she is, and there's no tags in her clothes, and, like, they literally have no idea of this woman's identity, and I'm like, fuck, how are they going to make a 40-minute episode about somebody they don't even know who it is? Like, is she just, like, somebody who, like, beat the system? Like, no birth certificate, no fingerprints? Nothing. Like, no social- Nothing. They don't know who this woman was. Is it even a real dead body or was it just a wax? (laughs) (laughs) It might have been an alien. If someone, you know, they drew a a picture of her body. Probably from season one of Unsolved Mysteries. They took one of those people. We didn't have their account. And then the dead body turns up in season two. I I think that's maybe what's going on. There's some weird (laughs) freaky shit happening. They're like, we need new content. Aliens come down, take this person place their body somewhere we will find it make a doc on it and she only like went in her like luggage so like none of her clothes had tags in it she only had tops she didn't wear bottoms and i'm like so did they find her with bottoms on no they- she had like stockings and like a long like shirt or something on like she had no pants hmm. 
Like I mean, this bitch was just rolling with no pants. Are you sure it wasn't just like some college girl that just like got lost at a party? Long t-shirt, no pants. <laughs> I'm like that sounds like Ian Jenna on any given weekend. <laughs> that that's Penn State. Um, um actually it took place at University Park. We still don't know who it is. <laughs> oh god. I guess we should talk about how we met. Yes. So I started at Fox Hollow. Well, Backstory to the backstory. Yes. I had been a longtime customer of Fox Hollow. I remember Sydney coming in. I came in here and there, you know, looking for some things, some fun things to purchase. Because, you know, you just, you have those inklings. You, like, get a paycheck. You go spend it a little You got to spend it. Yeah. And then Jess offered me that awesome position to be you guys' brand ambassador. So then from there, I just came in every Friday, tried on all your stuff, got that check, and it was it was great. And Sid and I really vibed. And, like, at first, I was like... I don't know if I want her to know like how weird I actually am or how outgoing I actually am. It's like, she seems like a really nice girl. Like she probably isn't going to get any of my jokes. And if I say something, she's gonna be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. And like, and then week after week, it just slowly, slowly <laughs> started to progress and it just, it blossomed. The friendship blossomed. Once I was able to show you my full personality unfiltered, it was like, just connection. He's on a pod, you know. Yeah, I got to come to Danny with all of my fun college stories, and she would always ask me what had happened the weekend before, and I'd give her those updates. I lived through you. I really like to know what's going on. And, like, I don't even think I have that interesting of a life, but sometimes, like, weird shit just happens to me. And oddly enough, it just happened in my time at Fox Holler. I'd come in and be like, hey, we're on WTAJ today, but, like, I'm still, like, kind of feeling last night. And you'd be like, all right, well, like, let's vibe. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You just tell me what was going on. You'll get your shit together by, like, 2 p.m. You'll be good to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was really fun. It was always stressful for me, though, because I had a class in Friday morning. So, like, I would oh, bring right. my stuff to, like, change to go to work. Because, like, I didn't care about how I looked at class. But, like, I didn't have enough time to run back home between class and work. But so I just, like, would change in, like, the gym at school and, like, get ready there. And then come over and we'd do pictures and content and all that fun stuff. She would do stories for, like, the Fox Hollow Instagram. And I would just, like, creepily, like, peek behind and watch her which it is weird like doing a story or something when somebody's watching you like I think you feel awkward or at least I do like if I'm talking at my phone I'm like this is so unnatural it made me feel awkward because like you would just see all my outtakes and I feel like that's just like the memory that sticks it's like not like what everybody else saw was like the six or seven shot but Danny sees all the ones <laughs> where I stumble over my words or I talk too much and I'm like oh like yeah, like I just do so bad and I'm like I just need to do it over and then I like scream at myself or I do like my vocal exercises where I'm like blah, 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 blah. I did love your vocal exercises <laughs> I really like, felt like she just watches me and I'm like I'm sorry I'm so weird and I feel like that's kind of how my personality was like exposed is like through my outtakes because I oh like, definitely I'd be like blah, blah, blah. And Danny, <laughs> Danny would be somewhere behind the counter and just like take around and be like you're doing really great. Like, like, You're doing, doing great, horrible. sweetie. <laughs> like my phone's dying. My hair looks bad. I don't know what to say. You always pulled it together, though. I, you pulled it together. I, it always I, looked regardless. good. It was only because I had a great cheerleader on my sidelines that oh. would pull my act together, and I'd be like, "Well, I can't do it for myself anymore. I have to do it for Danny because Danny's watching me, and if I don't get it, she's gonna laugh at me tonight when she goes home." <laughs> You were like the queen of like influencers, I feel like. Like you were you had a few side hustles going for a while. I and did. you still do. Like you still post stuff all the time. I tell all my friends who have like a small business, I'm like, if you do one 
nice thing for me. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to shout from the rooftops. I'll tag you in my stories. I'll tag you in my posts. Especially now, like, my recent flame is, like, if I thrift something off of you, oh, I plaster that everywhere. I'm telling my friends. I'm telling my parents. I'm, like, make. I'm giving you a post. I'm not giving you, like, a story. Like... A legit post, guys. You get a post, like, um... But last year, whenever I was with Danny, it was, like, my Fox Hollow was, like, my side hustle. And then I did Pine Ridge Bridal, where, like, I would shoot content with them. And then, like, I worked at American Eagle, but obviously, like, they don't need me to be an influencer because they have people like Addison right now. So, obviously, (laughs) me tagging them in a post didn't drive in business. Um, But for places that were locally owned, like, Pine Ridge and Fox Hollow, it was really cool because, like, friends would come in and see me. Or, like, they would use, like, my promo code and, like... All the time. Oh, I got such a big head whenever Justin Noah gave me that promo code. I was like, I have my own promo code. You're like, bitches, look at my it's promo code. Now, it's in my Instagram bio. My friends would be like, oh, City has a promo code. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm like, yeah. I make commission off of it. Do so you have I'm a like, promo code? I'm like, where's yours? For what, like, Gymshark? Pure Gymshark! Are you a Pure Vita ambassador? Because I don't... Or fucking... I feel like everybody's a fashion nova. Like, like ambassador and i don't understand it i don't like why why are you giving fashion nova free marketing yeah because like, they don't pay fashion they yeah. don't pay you half the time like hey Bates said it best like set your price don't be giving them like free space on your instagram no like, hey Bates doesn't take that from anybody she's like here's my price if you want me to tag you right like, as so, it should be you should so be paying for it local girls buying fast fashion that is made by like Unethical, like unethically, it's just not good in third world countries. The workers are underpaid, and they're just like, Oh my god, like, I like my cute little overpriced top from Fashion Nova. And I'm like, Well, where's the fun in that? That literally looks like a piece of like floss, and it's gonna fall apart after like two washes. It's not gonna stay together. And listen, I do love a bargain, I like HM every now and again. Like, if I need something I know I'm never gonna wear again, that's where I go. H&M but like sustainable. that's true. They are more sustainable than like a Forever Twenty One. Fuck Forever Twenty One. Oh I God. hate that place. Set it on yeah. fire. Hate <laughs> them so much. Burn. <laughs> I just I hate shopping there because it's literally like I like thrifting. At least I know I might find something. Forever Twenty One is just like a clusterfuck of like no. And I have to buy a triple XL for it to fit, and I'm like, this is not even close to my size. I don't understand. Like why I've been inside one Forever Twenty One and I don't wish to be inside another one. I've ordered from them. Ordering process was fine because you know they have ordering's much better. Ordering's fine. I can like look up my sizes on there because I'm like a hypochondriac and I like know all my sizes like verbatim. But no, I would never step inside another Forever Twenty One. And I am turning twenty one, and I don't even like your company. You're using my age category for marketing, and I'm telling you that it sucks. (laughs) It's not good. It's not good. You might as well call yourself something worse. I don't know what that is right now, but I'll come back to it when I think of something. We'll circle different. back around to it. We'll come back to it. But yeah, so that was a long tangent. That was a long tangent. We kind of got off. But you know what? That's what that's what happens here. Basically, the gist is I love small business and I hate fast fashion, period. It's just not good. And honestly, like... I feel like with all the clothes that are already made, like, you can thrift things and make things work or make it how you want it to be and you're using something that's already been made like Absolutely. you're not giving me these big like corporations your money and it's not even like like i'll straight up i do like buy things from like boohoo or like fashion nova from time to time because it's cheap yes and like i'm a college student so obviously like if i need a cute top to like go out with my friends like i know where the cheapest places are to buy it but like if you have money to shop sustainably 
then do it. And like, oftentimes shopping sustainably isn't that expensive anyway. Like if you're going directly to like a Goodwill or you're going to Salvation Army, you're getting things at like less than market value. Like at a deep discount. Obviously like I buy from like Instagram thrifters and like it's a little more expensive, but like they find me really cool items like the shirt I'm wearing today. It's pretty sick. And like I'm a sucker for Penn State thrifts. Like if you sell something that's like 10 plus years old and it says Penn State on it, I'll pay upwards of like $50 for it. I can't make it make sense, but that's my motto at this point. Listen, everybody has their things. It's like I told you. It's like with your crew shirt. I'm always on the hunt for a Motley crew tee. And I found one on an Instagram that like I follow and they have these really cool thrifted stuff. And I've ordered from them before. They found like an original girls, 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 like tour t-shirt. And I'm like, oh my God, like I have to have this. And I'm thinking, all right, it's probably like what, $75. Like that's, I can do that. It was $225. And I'm like, I'm never going to wear it. If I spend that much for it, like I'm going to frame it. Like it's never going to see the light of day again. No, like I'm never putting it through my washer. Ever. Display over my fireplace, but. Literally. Instead of. Too close to the fireplace, too dangerous. You know how I feel about killing animals. So instead of killing an animal, I'm just going to mount this Motley Crue tee above my fireplace. Um, We were talking a good bit like before, like I hit record. And I really felt like I should have captured some of these random moments we were talking about. But. We were just like talking about 2020 and how much of a dumpster fire it's been. And, um, (laughs) you know, if there's ever a year to, you know, buy a velour jumpsuit, take up smoking. I mean, I, this is the year to do it. You know, if you want to black out on a Tuesday, it's the year to do it. It's the year to do it. If you think about getting curtain bangs, I got curtain bangs in 2020 and it actually turned out pretty good. Um, Now's the time. You have a few months left. Make those bad decisions. I why and not? You to leave it in 2020. Any bad decision you make just gets to stay here. Yes. You know you like get pregnant. That. Yeah. That Maybe don't do that. Don't you know. Take it to that extreme. Unless you want to do that, unless, I don't know. Unless but you want to bring in the new year. It's going to be like a revival, hopefully. What if 2020 carries into 2021? That's what scares me. Because my classes are still going to be online next spring. So I'm like, how much is actually changing? Not that much. Not that much. So I I personally predict, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't think 2021 is going to be much better. I think it might be a little better than 2020. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say like, how could it get worse? Because it could definitely be worse. It could get so much worse. But... We're in an election year. <laughs> <laughs> I I really feel like 2025 is where it's going to be at. No, I think realistically 2022 is going to be like. I would hope so. Usually take like one to three years to like clear up before they get on the ups and ups again. You know, maybe maybe the dumpster fire just doesn't go out. Maybe it's like an oil fire and we throw water on it. Oh no! (laughs) Literally no! It just yeah, it just splatters in our faces. Now we all have oil brains. (laughs) I mean, you know, at least we'll be blind. I I just I can't be quarantined again. Like if that happens again, like Mm -hmm. I'm probably just gonna kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be the push for Danny. It was funny because like we were at a party and like one of our friends' husbands said, "If coronavirus is still as much of a thing now as it is in a year, I'm killing myself." Like, I just, I can't do this. And I'm like, well, oh, sir, I can't say I disagree. Can you put me in on that deal? Can, you know, like an eye for an eye, like a, like a scratch on the back. You and the guy, <laughs> you know, being like, well, if you're going, like, I'll go with Is you. there like a community Kool-Aid we can make? Like, I just, How I don't know. Fun if we all go. If we all go. If we all go at the same time, it could be quite a party. I would say so. I don't know if they like cowboys in Hellboy. 
You definitely are a cowboy. So Sydney was showing me. Okay, so we need to back up. So we need to talk about this raccoon hat that you own. <laughs> okay, so before I say that I own it. it you is, own it. It is my boyfriend's. It was on your head. It An was animal was on your head. A dead animal. A very dead animal. It was very triggering for hide, me. The hide of a dead animal. So I went camping a couple weeks ago with my boyfriend. It was my first time camping. Oh, um, did you like it? Um, I went once and I'll never go again. It was interesting. The first night was definitely cold. Um, and we tried to share a single mattress, which let me just clarify that a single is not the same thing as a twin. A single is like half the size of a twin. It is oh. only big enough for a single person. So you can imagine the discomfort of two people trying to fit on a oh. single mattress i spent half the night on the ground and then around like 4 a.m we like switched and i was on the mattress and he was on the ground because we needed our body heat that night because oh. it dropped into like the 40s which you know i definitely prepared for that no i didn't um but then like after that night it was great saturday night was a little bit warmer and we got a queen size mattress from one of our friends oh you upgraded so we upgraded we both fit i like slept on the opposite side i was like do not even touch me tonight it is like warm Last night was a failure, but it was like, it was a good first experience. I definitely would do it again, but it needs to be warmer. But anyway, the whole camping story relates back to the fur pelt because anytime my boyfriend- You didn't kill this raccoon on this trip, did you? No, I think AJ got it somewhere along the line because he's a Cub Scout. Stop. So he got it when he was in Cub Scout. Stop. And now he takes it anytime we travel or we do something yeehaw, like it goes with every outfit. It's like a neutral. I love neutrals. I'm a sucker for neutrals right now. Raccoon skin's a neutral. neutral colors. It is a statement piece that I get compliments on. I was walking back from like the bathrooms, you know, on the campsite. It was like all disgusting. I'm like walking back with like my mm. denim jacket on. And I got so many compliments on the way back. This older this older gentleman with his wife and children was like, of course, that's a pretty rad hat. And I was like, thanks. It's my boyfriend's. Because like for a minute there, I'm like, oh, yeah, it is really cool. And then I'm like, dead animal. I'm like, let's not let. Let's not make them think that I own this, that I just have this in my home for my disposal. It's in AJ's home for his disposal. I just. You just borrow it whenever you need a good neutral staple for. It's it's warm. It's cozy. I bet it is warm. And it has like, it's funny because it's handmade. So like you can sit it, you can think that it's straight from the front, but the tail is crooked. So you have to wear it crooked so that the tail goes straight in the back. I never knew that, you know, there'd be so much, like, you just got to make sure it's positioned the right I way or the, the head, you know. The head and the tail would be in line, but they aren't. Whoever sewed on the tail just was like, fuck it. Did they find this thing on the side of the road? Like, why wasn't it, wouldn't it be, like, even? Like, wouldn't the head be aligned with the tail? I mean, it probably no. was at one point, but, like, it was stitched, you know? Like, they, like, stitched it to, like, the, you know, like, whenever you go to, like, Harvest Fest and there's, like, that fabric that like the indigenous people uh, made it's like that <laughs> on the inside and then they like stitch it together and then the tails adhered on there somehow I maybe i'm asking more questions than what i need if you flip it over you're like Ooh, those, those seams are... somebody didn't press those seams. i don't even think i would touch it i just think i'd be like this can just live wherever it's at i probably get like bugs in my hair every time i put it on I oh. like termites in it Who oh knows? god Okay, yellow. I guess it's this year. Twenty twenty is the year to do it. I've only ever worn it in twenty twenty, so you know, I think that's really the vibe for twenty twenty. Raccoon skin. Raccoon skin. 
nicotine nicotine addictions blacking out making irrational purchases i just think now's the time to do it all the scrunchies i can't help myself it's all in the same print different styles same print i love a leopard print if i can find so i don't know if you saw in my story if i can find a kylie jenner leopard cowboy hat i can die happy so what would make it like a kylie jenner leopard leopard print cowboy hat like does kylie have to be on it does it have to say like kylie cosmetics on the side no it just needs to look like the one she had on oh okay and like her marketing for that new palette yes which i feel like now i need the whole thing because it's all leopard print i i mean it is your vibe like you and i i think one of like ties the bind between us is an adoration an addiction to an addiction to animal print to animal print i love an animal print but like you're sitting in a giraffe chair right now I didn't even. Oh God! <laughs> yours is worse than mine. I was about to say, well, it's really only cheetah print, but then you're like, well, you're sitting in a giraffe print chair, and I'm like, well, yeah. Only because the leopard chairs were sold out, or that's what I would have gotten. Did you get your snakeskin leggings that you'd been so I, adamant about? So I did order them yesterday. Good. Now here's the thing about that: you can you can have leopard or not leopard snakeskin leggings and not be a hoe, but you can't be a hoe. And not have snakeskin pants. True. I think that's, you know, your determining factor. You're not a hoe because you have them. But if you were a hoe, you would definitely own them. Like, for sure. And I'm not wearing hoops. Because I do think there is wearing- some truth. <laughs> I wear hoops adamantly. And AJ comes at my throat for them. Like, the bigger the hoop that I'm wearing, the more I get slut-shamed <laughs> by my own boyfriend. He's like, oh, you're wearing your big hoops tonight. And I'm your like, big hoops. what does that mean? He's like, it's a big hoe night for me. I know. I'm like, I guess people just think that you're like my pimp or something i'm like i'm very visually obviously with a boy but yes you're right my larger hoops are significantly are significant of me being slut i would like um, to put on the record he has the biggest <laughs> mullet i've ever seen in my entire oh my gosh, life it's huge. we're gonna get touched up this week so because I, I, make the hair appointment. I feel like he has no room to judge your hoops Here's like a brief description of my boyfriend. AJ, if you're listening to this, I love you so, so much. You're so special in my life. But this is, so close your eyes. Close your eyes and just imagine he's this wonderful Italian man who has olive skin. He can rock any sort of facial hair. grows in like a weed. He's done mustache. He's done chin strap. He's done like full beard. Right now he's clean shaven because, you know, we're on good terms right now. Um, (laughs) Not on good terms, full beard the the very distinct feature of my boyfriend at this current moment in time is his very obvious mullet he actually for his 21st birthday shot a bush light campaign and sent it to them and they liked his picture of him out in this cornfield in a wife beater with his mullet guzzling bush light with his pit vipers on do you know what pit, pit viper sunglasses like the super trashy ones i feel like if i saw them i would know what they were multicolor yes 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 They're like very, a gas station yeah, pair of like, sunglasses like, like taser beam you know covers mm. yeah um and yeah Bushlight liked his instagram post because he looked that i'm sorry aj trashy <laughs> he looked that trashy and i was just like you know what at least he had a drive and an ambition for something i cried when he got it cut you cried i cried because he told me wait when he got it cut into the mullet you cried yes okay yes that's understandable he still actively has the mullet oh geez it's it's long long it is very long we're actually getting it i can't 
keep saying we, he's going to get cut this weekend by my beautician. <laughs> and he already told me that he's not getting rid of it and that I can't conspire with her to get rid of it or there will be consequences. He's just getting it. I mean, how bad up. could the consequences be? I don't know at this point. I mean, he's handsome. He's very handsome. And I think if anybody could pull off a mullet, it is my boyfriend. I might be biased, but he looked great because he has. It is quite a mullet. Hair. If you have like thinning hair as a man and you try to get a mullet, I immediately no go. Joe Dirt. Yep. Joe Dirt to the fullest extent. But AJ has like thick, dark brown, almost black Italian hair. So it works. But like those first couple days, I was like, I can't look at you. Please don't come to my family gathering tonight. But obviously we've all come around to it. It's a part of who he is now. He gets compliments on it, whether it's because it's funny or it actually looks good. I don't know. But that's my boyfriend that I've had for the last year and a half. And we're as happy as can be. Maybe a little bit happier to get rid of it. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, depending on what these consequences are, I don't know. Like, I might take a gamble. I feel like he would try to make me bald. Oh, God. He said baldness for me, and I was like, oh. I mean, it's 2020. Like, if there's a year to have, like, the Britney haircut, like, this It's this year. This, this year is it. Um, But I'm not going to wish that upon myself. If he would just like to keep having it, that's fine. I just asked him to get rid of it before my 21st birthday. That's just me. When is your 21st birthday rolling up? Everybody mark it on your calendars. December 27th. Countdown begins this year. This year. Oh, my God. And two days after Christmas, you take off your Santa Claus pants. You put on your party pants because <laughs> December 27th, if the world blows up, I'm going to go out with a bang and I will be trashed. I think that's the way to go. A new ad? What? Guys, you know how much I love Athea skincare and how badass their night cream is. But I'm here to report that I've upgraded to a full-on Athea skincare routine and I am in love. It literally gives my skin life. I snagged the Athea bundle and it comes with a daily facial cleanser that deeply cleanses and targets impurities, a daily moisturizer that revitalizes and hydrates my complexion, and my all-time fave, the Retinol Night Cream. Don't sleep on Athea Skincare. I promise you guys, it's the best investment for your skin. Use our promo code SENDHELP15 for 15% off your order. Again, that's our promo code SENDHELP15 for 15% off your order. Now back to the show. It's ad time, baby. So many times on this episode, Sydney and I are talking about Fox Hollow Boutique. That's where we met. That's where we both worked. I mean, I still work there. But if you haven't heard about Fox Hollow Boutique, I'm not sure what you're doing with your life or what rock you're living under, but you are totally missing out on the cutest fashions. You need to go to foxhollowboutique.com and use my promo code Danny15 for 15% off of your purchase because I can guarantee you're going to find something on this website that you're absolutely going to need. They have the cutest fall clothes right now, which let's be honest, is the cutest season with the cutest clothes. You can find clothes sweaters, leggings, boots, accessories, literally anything you need right now, Box Hollow has. And so when this episode drops on Friday, every Friday, Fox Hollow Boutique does something called Foxy Fridays. And that is where they drop new releases. So that's going to be new items every week that you're just definitely going to have to have in your wardrobe. And also check out Fox Hollow Boutique's Instagram at Fox Hollow Boutique, where you can check out all the latest looks, fashions, Guys, you got to check it out. Go to foxhollowboutique.com and use my promo code DANNY15, that's D-A-N-I-I-15, for 15% off your purchase. Now back to the show. So yeah, your 21st birthday is going to be a night to remember. 
21st birthdays are fun or yeah for everybody else i feel like when it's your 21st birthday like you're just blacking out and it's your first i mean unless you've drank beforehand like it's your first real time to like get shit faced and black out around everybody you love i feel like it's so like throwing the party for other people like you are the entertainment and they're like yes. paying a couple dollars like obviously like your friends buy your alcohol from what i understand yes like, usually other people buy it for you it's like they're paying for the entertainment and all you have to do is black out yes that's it and you get to remember it you do not you do not remember it there are probably going to be photos snapchats oh, whatever i want to give my friends like a little disposable so just like follow me oh my god that'd be amazing if somebody could just follow me if i could just wear a gopro i really think that's the way to go i really would just like strap it to my chest and be like what's that on your outfit and i'd be like that's my gopro (laughs) (laughs) respect my gopro it's happening yeah no this is like me saying that like you can't come near me i'm like it's my cop cam i'm undercover can you see it well true no one can like attack you i guess unless they turn it off but or unless they get me from behind oh that's true (laughs) equally as dangerous but except for that 190 degrees like as long as i'm facing you if i see you you're, you're dead but you can do a little sneak attack from behind forget it that would be my downfall i guess i should say for reals but so sid has a private snapchat story and i feel like a true vip because sid i get to watch crisis. them it's amazing so i think we should talk about first you had the corona Oh, yes, I did have COVID-19 recently, but not recently enough that you have to worry about getting it. Well, no, because I tried to get you on the show month, like a, what, a month or two ago. ago yeah. yeah. And you were like, well, funny story. <laughs> I have the coronavirus. And I'm like, OK. And you're like, that's great. We can use that for material in like a month from now when you're better. And I was like, thanks. I'm glad we can be lighthearted about this. Um, I was yeah, concerned. Danny had contacted me because as soon as she was like, publishing this pod I'm like yo you gotta have me on there I'm not that funny but like I can pull something out of my back pocket and she was like that'd be great you can be like our college girl and I'd be like yes and so she reaches out to me and she's like hey like can you be on the pod this week and I'm not even kidding you messaged me right after I had been tested like tears are streaming down my face I'm like I'm doing my contact tracing telling all my friends that like they have to go get tested like I have an STD or something just like calling everybody like I have it and then Danny texts me, she's like, yo, can you be on the pod this week? And I'm like, no. And I'll tell you why. Um, I have COVID. And she's like, no fucking way. And I'm like, yes way. It's fucking college kids. Well, and the reason I wanted you on, because I wanted you to tell a story that you came into the store and told me about. And I thought it was really funny. But then it ended up not being funny because you ended up getting the coronavirus. And that story became my story because now I have COVID. Or, well, I did. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, me and Jenna, my roommate and I, we'd been room, we had been moved in for about a week. Like, literally, you weren't even week. there a week. Yeah. I was still bringing stuff from like my parents' house. Like, it was still very fresh. And she started like feeling, you know, kind of not that great on like a Monday. And we hadn't even like, we'd been super careful, you know, like masking, social distancing. We'd had like a couple friends over, but like nothing serious. The most serious thing that we had done was like taking the bus to campus. And I feel bad because it was my request because I only had one class in person. So I was like, 
can we take the bus like one time so I can just like know where my class is at? She's like, yeah, like I'll go with you. And then it ended in both of us getting COVID. So we think that there isn't just like a subject one. It was definitely like we contracted it from the bus, brought it back in. She got sick on Monday. And then on Thursday, I started feeling like shit. And we were like, well, like we thought about it. And we're like, oh, like we always get sick around this time. You know, from, like working around kids, like it's fine. So like, I was like, but I'll just go like, just to be sure. And then we'll like laugh about it later. Right. So I like contact university health. I call their nurse and I'm like, Hey, like I had like this really bad fever tonight. Like I feel like kind of crappy. And she's like, okay, well like, why don't you like sign up online and like go to university health and get tested. She's like, they get really rapid results. Like it, it'll be quick and easy. And I was like, fine, whatever. So the next morning I wake up to a text from Penn state that I've been randomly selected for COVID testing. I was like, bitch, that's not very random. Like I just, that's fishy. That's, that's suspicious. That's suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> So then I like signed up through there and they're like, oh no, like you have too many symptoms to go into like the parking lot center. Like we want you to come in to health. And I was like, all right, like that's fine. Like I'm like, they were just going to have like nurses test me out in like a parking garage. Okay. Like at one of like the student lots where they were doing the random testing, but they were okay. like, too many symptoms. Like, why don't you come in? So I was like, okay. They like sent me around to like this back entrance and then a nurse in a hazmat suit. <laughs> they scoot you in the back so nobody sees yeah, you. Yeah, they're like pariah, untouchable, unclean. Like, don't let the other clean patients see you. And I'm like, all right, like, screw me, I guess. So I come in this back entrance. This nurse is like walking in front of me, like touching all the surfaces. That, so like, I don't touch them. And I'm like, this is like really weird. I'm like, okay. So they like sit me down in this room. And like the doctor comes in full hazmat. Like that would be terrifying to see like a oh god I can't even imagine. She was so so nice. Like the whole time I'm like oh she could actually do it like primary care physician like I would just switch to here but she's like in full hazmat and there's like obviously like a barrier like she doesn't want to like come very close to me. She's like all right like I'm just gonna do like your COVID test first and then like we'll do your strep test and I was like why do I need strep and she was like well like we're just gonna test you like just in case and I was like I have my tonsils up like I know I did it's like she did the strep it was fine. And the COVID test sucks as much as they tell you it does. Like, they didn't just do, like, a shallow. They didn't just do a deep. They did both on me. So they take, like, this little, like, flagella thing. It's, like, this long. I want to say it's, like, 10 inches long. And then the end of it has, like, a little, like, tail with spikes on it. And they, like, she's, like, okay, I'm going to do the shallow one first. So I'll I'll talk about the shallow. So she just took, like, a Q-tip. And shallow to me is like cartilage, you know, like where you right. do piercings. Shallow was like up by your eyes. Jesus. So that's like the shallow. I was like, oh God, I don't know if I can do the deep one. And she does both nostrils. So she's like, pulls out the other one and then pulls it back out. And she's like, okay, I'm going to let you take a breath and then I'll do the deep one. Just let me know when you're ready. And I was like, just do it. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yep, just like do it. And Danny, I'm not kidding. This bitch touched my brain. Ah! Went up there, twirled it around. And I was like, it's not over. It's not over. And like, it burned. I don't know what they had the, on the end of that shit, but like, it burned. And then my nose bled. Oh, God. I like touched my nose and there was like blood on it. And I was like, I like, I showed it to her. I was like, is this normal? And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, I probably just like scratched some of the tissue up there. And I'm like, Okay, like my nostrils were cleared out for like the rest of the week. Oh, I'm like sure I, they were. I smelled them, like, like full range. It was great. So she like walks out and like takes the test back. She's like, we'll have your results in 30 minutes. And I'm like, 30 minutes? I'm like, some of my friends wait two weeks for their results. You're, I'm like, who's who's signing the check here? Yeah. But I was like, you know what, like whatever. So she like walks out of the room, comes back in and she's like, so your strep was negative, but your COVID was positive. And I was just like, <sighs> what? <laughs> 
where do I go from here? I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, this is not what I meant when I said I wanted to be a part of something bigger when I came to university. Like, <laughs> I, did not, I did not just want to be a statistic, but here I am. So of course, like I start crying and she's like, okay, you minute. And I was just like, I just don't understand. Like I've been so responsible, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, like here's what, and like she gave me like the rest of the steps to do. And so, like, I call my parents on the way back to my apartment. I'm like, I have COVID. Like, you guys can't come see me. And they, like, start freaking out. And they're like, we're just so worried about you. Like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I literally just feel like I have a cold. But, like, I'm yeah. sad that I have to, like, tell all my friends that I've seen in the past week that they could have this. You might have the COVID. Yeah, that's a, quite a convo to have. So I'll, like, make a long story short. None of my friends tested positive. Nobody that we had come in contact with. And we had even had, like, sit-down dinner with Jenna's family that week. None of them tested positive, all negative, which that's, is great. But I'm yeah, like, but that's how does it work like that? I'm like, we were literally like in close contact with people, and none of them had it. Right. Um, but this and like this story, like I feel like again can't make it up. So I had to do a contact tracing because obviously I went through University Health, so now like the university knows that I have COVID. I had to like report it to my housing office, and then I had to like report it to the university, and I had like a case nurse who would call me every day and be like, "What are your symptoms?" And all oh these my things. god! But before like all of that happened, they made me do a contact tracing, which is basically like if you give Penn State a list of people that you're in contact with, they will contact them for you. Basically, like if you had sex with this person, you don't want to tell them that like you could have given them COVID, they'll do it for you. So they don't know that it's you. So it's anonymous. And I was like, no, like I'll be responsible. Like, I'll just like, they're all my friends. Like wasn't in that close of contact with them. I wasn't like making out with any of them, but like, I'll just tell them that I have it. It's so, like, I told my friend, Nate, Mirko, Anna and Haley. Cause Haley had done like a photo session with me that week. So I told all of them and they all went and got tested and they were fine. But when they called my friend Mirko, and this is the only person they did that with, they called my friend Mirko who lives in off campus housing, like, doesn't even live on campus. They were like, hey, you have to come to COVID quarantine, like now. And he was like, what? And they're like, yeah, like we saw that you were in contact with somebody who had it. Like you have to come in quarantine for two weeks. What? And gave him no explanation. They're like, you have to be here in 30 minutes. So now my friend Nate is calling me, freaking out. They're like, they're taking Mirko. I have to go take him to like quarantine. So they're like, I start crying again. But he's off but he's campus. Off campus. But I think what the difference was, so like Jen and I both have COVID and we both had separate bathrooms. So if Jen and I had been in like an apartment where we shared a bathroom, they would have asked one of us to go home. But because Mirko shared a bathroom with his roommate, Dan, they were oh. like, you have to go quarantine. So he's freaking out. He's, I felt so bad. I'm like, please don't be mad at me. Like, I just thought I was doing, I just thought I was doing the right thing. Right. But now like my friend there, like taking him from his apartment and making him like sit in like basically a cell block and pay oh, $25 a day for food. What? Yeah. Just like a huge like money pit. So my caseworker called me that day and she was like, do you have like any problems? And I was like, yes, like I have a huge problem. You guys took my friend out of his apartment for no reason. Like, Did he they, test positive? They wouldn't test him. They wouldn't give him Why wouldn't test. they test him? There's so many like loose ends to this that I still don't understand. Um, but like in the end, like he'd only stay there like overnight for a day. He'd oh, well, that's because good. I was like, I want like, I pulled a toe care and I was like, I want the name of like the director of this program because she totally like fucked up like this is you can't just take my friend out of his apartment and not not even test him or not give him any like indication of when he's leaving right so she got out like after a day but it was like a very scary day where I'm just like they're taking my friends and, like I'm calling my parents I'm like I don't know what to do so it was a whole situation and Jen and I ended up quarantining together 
which obviously Jenna had, had COVID too. We both tested positive. I'm pretty sure I thought that was just assumed, but thankfully, like, because we had different bathrooms and we both had it, they let us quarantine together. Since both of our parents work at the university, they were able to like bring us stuff. Oh, that's good. So it was like, and you documented all of it. And I documented all of that shit. Like the first two days, Jenna and I were very down in the dumps. And the last two days we were very down in the dumps because we're like losing our minds at this point from staring at the walls. Oh yeah. But like, we would literally like go out like late, like when it was dark and just like take a walk and like, just, like take the mask down for a little bit and be like, oh, the I'm COVID sure. princesses out on the walk. <laughs> princesses that's not what it felt like but oh my gosh it was it was a whirlwind and then eventually you know we we got all better and my caseworker called me and she's like hey like you're done today like you get to go out and I was like I know thank god I'm like I'm so yeah, sick okay, of bitch. answering you every day like she called me every day and like sometimes they would send a different nurse and she would like call me during class I'd be like like Amy I can't talk right now and she'd be like okay like I'll call back in an hour and I'm like you know, please don't call back an hour. <laughs> Amy, your COVID concierge, just, you know, checking just on you. checking in on me. And I'm like, it's like, I'm in class right now. Like, can you just give me a minute? Like, call someone else. Call someone else on the COVID line. Not <laughs> me. Like, I told you guys I have class, and you're just, like, not writing it down. But it all got better. And now Jenna and I have three months worth of immunity. I think we have about a month and a half left. Oh, well, that's good to so know. We have all the antibodies in the world. We're probably, I mean, that's what the CDC says. They... They don't know everything, so that's kind of concerning. But you know, a little bit. I feel okay. Well, that's good. I was gonna ask you, like, how you felt. Like, have you had any troubles breathing or anything, or have you been? Yes. So, like, Jenna and I were like very much like polar ends of the spectrum of like how different the symptoms could be. Where like Jenna had a dry cough for a week and a half, and I experienced like maybe one night of coughing. Okay. I had like the extreme shortness of breath, where like. It's that's so, scary it's so hard to explain like you haven't experienced it before like i imagine it's like what having asthma is like where like you're not congested but like you feel like you have to work harder to get the same amount of air like your lungs are smaller and like you can't fill them up like it was just so like oh it was horrible and i've been like running like running's been like my new outlet since like i haven't been working out as much so like right those first couple runs i was like <gasps> and i just have to like stop i'm like am i about to pass out am i gonna die on the trail tonight and nobody will find me <laughs> But it is all mostly better now. Um, like my sense of smell is back. I can taste things again, and it is like a okay. Never been better. I think it'd be so weird to like eat things and not be able to taste them. Oh, it sucks. Like as if like twenty twenty hasn't been like the most <laughs> depressing year ever. If like you use eating as like your outlet, like you can't even enjoy anything. You had COVID because like you can't taste anything, you can't smell anything. And Jen and I love candles. Like I do love a candle. Addicted to sugar cookie candles. I have four just sugar cookie. Because I love that scent so much. And I it's a staple. Can't even enjoy them. So I'm just glad that that like chapter of my life is over. I journaled the whole thing. I like bought a journal. <laughs> journal. I'm living in a pandemic. I just start journaling. And like, thank God I did because. Maybe you could publish it in like a future memoir. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm like, I'll hand out. Well, I mean, I won't be handing it out of my funeral. Because obviously I will be in a casket or in like a little glass thing. Girl, but... you just tell me where it's at. If I survive you. I'll send you my manuscript. You can have it proofread and just print it out and hand it to everybody on their way out. Perfect. Yep. I'll print a nice photo of you in a raccoon hat and on the on the cover. Head. Absolutely. I think that's the way to go. I think that's, you know, very representative of my life to this point anyway. If I were to die in like a day, like I'd be like, print all this out. All eight pages. <laughs> all eight pages? You're really journaling. Oh yeah, I'm very avid. Did you write like three sentences per day? Um, like this fucking sucks. I tried to journal and like I just... I like writing, like I enjoy writing, but like journaling, 
I don't know. Like, there's something about putting my thoughts and feelings onto a piece of paper. I just can't, I can't do it. Oh, it's like a vulnerability thing where you're kind of like, you know, somebody could read this someday and think very differently of me. And it's kind of like, oh, well, I'll just be comfortable with that. Like, maybe I can look back on this someday and laugh or like my kids can read this someday and be like, wow, like mom was really weird. And she said weird things. And I'll be like, yeah, I mean, that's not, you're not wrong. Right. Like this is who I was. Like, I don't know. Did you have when you were younger, like the password journals where you had to talk into them? Like, I think I was okay with that because I knew like no one could ever like get into it. I mean, you could probably just prop that baby open with like a screwdriver. But like those ones from the dollar store that had like the dollar key. Like, yes, that was like they were always fuzzy. There was fur on it somewhere. Mm -hmm. And like the little lock that had just like a universal key to it. I'm like nobody's gonna read my journal but then like if my brother like came up and ripped it apart like the hinges would come off and I'd be like oh no don't read my personal thoughts about my crush on Joe Jonas right like you know that's deep personal stuff back to my journal now it doesn't even have a lock on it it is just like a spiral oh it's just an old school TJ Maxx has like little moons on it says going through phases and I'm just like (laughs) I love that for you representative of me I think that's honestly the only reason I write it at this point I'm like yeah like I'm going through phases like I might as well write about them I really appreciate that. I buy a journal like I literally have 45 journals over there that I write in sometimes but I just I don't know I just can't journal and I have a friend that would probably say like that's because you're an Aquarius and you can't like get in touch with your feelings yeah you're like what feelings <laughs> what feelings bitch I don't have any born emotionless <laughs> none I mean I, that's not true but I watch a sad movie and it's just like elevator music in my head monkey with symbols <laughs> yeah. hamster wheel nothing there dead. are things happening I don't know but I I feel like I cry at random things that just it's not like ever meant to be like sad but like I will just like burst into tears and I wish I could think of a good example right now but I just I don't know like if something's really sad like a sad movie I usually don't cry you want to know what will always get me the golden buzzer moments on America's Got Talent (laughs) if one of those pops up and now I get on Facebook maybe once a month but if one of those sons of bitches pops up in my Facebook feed I see it immediately and I'm like, I'm about to cry. Click on it and it's just like some like child with like a disabled child playing something or like doing like their dreams. And I'm just like, that's so inspirational. Or like, I don't like, it could be anything. But if like Howie Mandel hits the golden buzzer button, I'm like, waterfall. Instant tears. Buckets of tears. I just like it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory but I do think there's some truth to it so you made a snap story and I replied back because you said like okay in Altoona there's a Chuck E. Cheese by a wine and spirits but then it was it in Erie yes there's also a Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese and a wine and spirits which I could fuck with a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I haven't had one in a really long time, but they used to be my favorite. And I know that we talked about this, but like there's also a conspiracy with these pizzas that if you leave some left over at your table after, you know, Timmy's fifth birthday party, they take that shit back. They pop it in the oven for 30 seconds and they stuff it into a different pie. But wouldn't you be able to tell it's a different pie? You absolutely would, but people don't care because they have like, you can buy them by the slice. So that would be like their defense. They're like, we can buy them by the slice. Like, do you care that it's not like a continuous pie? I mean, I feel and you're like, be like, well, I, I guess not. But like, you know, little Sarah might have like 
sneezed on that. Licked the cross. Her little brother Ugh. probably, like, licked it or, like, picked it up and was like, ew, pepperoni, and then, like, threw it back and, like, got a cheese. You don't know where that pizza's been. Maybe that's why it's so good, because it's just, like, blessed by the hands of children. Or maybe. From the mouths of babes. That Lady Gaga <laughs> is partaking in, or I'm just throwing this out there. Wine and spirits, you get fucked up. You don't know what you're eating. No. There might be, you know, some truth to this pizza thing. And I just, like, I have to wonder if they're conspiring together. Because why would there just be, like, why would you promote, like, alcoholism directly next to a child's entertainment center? Like, do you need, I don't have children, but, like, do you need a handle to, like, be able to, like, get through this birthday party that you're having? And that's the point that, like, some of my parent friends have made on that post. So, like, as of making the post on Sid Life Crisis, if you're not on my private story, I honestly feel sorry for you if you are on it. It is a gem. It's an option. You just have to, like, click on it and, like, leave it. I, if you don't want to watch, that's okay. I think that I'm hilarious. I love it. The point of it being is, like, it's not just a coincidence that these two businesses are together. And so many of my parent friends were like, yeah, like sometimes I wish that I could get a little bit of a buzz before I go into like my nephew's birthday party. And I'm like, you know what? Like you could, you, you really can. You just put in a little koozie and you're like set to jet, ready to go. Ready to roll. Ready to rock and roll. So I definitely think I'm on to something. I will let you know if I ever find a follow up to the story. Right. You need to do like a deep dive. Like I think you need to Google it, like see if like they're owned by like the same corporation. Like I just really feel like there's some truth to this. Yes. Like TJ Maxx and Marshalls, you know, that's a thing. David's Bridal and Men's Warehouse. They scratch each other's backs. So to me, it's like... Starbucks and Target. Starbucks, absolutely. So to me, I'm like, Chuck E. Cheese, Wine and Spirits. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. Heart to heart. I really think you're Scratching each other's backs, bringing each other business. You leave that party and you're like, damn, we're having wine tonight with dinner. Or you go into that party and you're like, I can't sit through this without a buzz. If somebody told me I had to go to a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, one, I would probably find a way to get out of it. But two... If I really had to go, I'm getting the buzz on before I go. Isn't that pizza? I won't even fucking care. No, you're like, I don't care if a kid touched that. In fact, why don't you just rub your hands all over it and then I will eat it. What a time of my life, you know? What a time to be alive. You spend your whole time at Penn State Altoona with people telling you like how amazing University Park is. And then I get up there, I get COVID. I can't leave my apartment. All the amenities that are included in my rent fee are not open to me due to COVID, cannot go anywhere, cannot have large gatherings. I'm just like, what kind of, should I just start college over? (laughs) I feel like maybe, yes. A lot of my friends are going to take a gap year. And I was like, that might be aggressive. None of us did. But I think we all thought about it for a minute. Well, why not? Because like, I'm sure you're paying the same amount to have this experience. And it's not there. And it's not there. Yeah. But you know, football's coming back. We just can't watch it in person no tailgates no tailgates and you know much, and it's like they knew that it was a tease because penn state is playing ohio state on halloween it's you cannot ridiculous me, you cannot tell me that our town will not be bumping that night because we will be and i know it for a fact. it's really the only thing this whole town has to look forward to all year long like, is the whiteout game the that white would have been the whiteout game. game and it could have been the halloween game you know where everybody wears a costume this year and it's like they're just like carrot in front of the horse's mouth like dangling in front of us yeah i'm just like okay so we're gonna be having a secret party it's like a speakeasy situation i was so gonna say gonna, there's definitely things that i'm sure are gonna like, be I'm happening gonna 
party somewhere and we're going to be watching the game. Might need to get some updates. So that they don't try to like, because I can't imagine what police is going to be like that day. I, yeah. They told us that, so they sent us like a, like a, like a massive email saying that all the parking on campus is going to be closed on like game days for football. So if you ever want to know like how big Penn State football is, like they're literally closing all the parking so that like only fans who are allowed to go can get in. So like, we don't even want you on the campus on game days. Like, screw you. Like they're fucking serious. You don't need to be here. Well, it's because they know people are going to try. Well, I would try. I would try too. I mean... I mean, there's a trail that goes right from my complex to Beaver Stadium. So, like, you think I wouldn't? I would definitely try. That'd be a good time. I mean, part of the fun of football is tailgating. Like, it's I like, enjoy football, but, like, tailgating's my favorite hobby. Like, oh, like, 56% of it. Yes, like, for sure. Like, more than half. Oh, for sure, Especially yes. if the kickoff isn't until 7.30. That's a day long. Oh. You get there in the morning and you go until late. Not good for the liver or the soul. <laughs> Jen and I did that one day, and we actually didn't even make it into the game. We were too tired, and we just, like, went home. I think I got a hold of you that day. I think you did. I think I tried to. But I was just kind of like, like, we fell asleep in our car for an hour. We were like, can we go home? And I was like, yeah, let's go home. <laughs> we did. Lame. Watched the game from the comfort of my living room. Although, like, sometimes once I'm in the game, I'm like, man, I really wish I was home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it gets so loud sometimes, and, like, you... In the student section? When you're coming down to, like, when you stop drinking and you're, like, slowly starting to sober up, oh. it's not a good time. No, I don't know how, I mean, I've had to do it sober for all of it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But, uh. It's not good. No. It was really hard that one game last year where we had, like, the rain delay. Because I was already in the stadium. I was in there and they oh, would not that let us fucking leave. sucked. It was, I mean, it was funny. It's like a memory. I'm like, haha, like. <laughs> Had to wait for the game to start because of thunder, but oh, yeah, that was that was fun. It was a great time. I love my college years. I wouldn't trade them for the world, even though I like almost die half the time. Or I mean, I think that's part of the experience. You almost die. That's what I'm paying for. I think you are. Part of it is like near death experiences, which are like the most exhilarating, in my opinion. So before Sydney attempts to do um, ASMR with her freshly done hair. And she's sniffing it. It's it's really nice. I guess we'll wrap these things up. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I am so honored that you brought me on your podcast and value my input on such strange and complicated times. <laughs> if there's a time for if there's a time for me to come on your podcast, it's 2020. I will definitely get you back on before the year's end. Oh. You know, do a little catch up, see what's going on in college life. Right, right around Christmas break, right around my 21st. I think that's the opportune time for sure. Either pre or post. Like you need, I feel like post 21st is like that prime time where I can be like, I don't remember anything. But I do. <laughs> I do. Daniel, will. That'll be great. Yeah, I love coming on today. It was nice to catch up with you. Well, thank you for coming. It was nice to see you because I haven't seen you in a few weeks. I know it's been too long and I got to sit in your giraffe chairs and see your home. It was a 10 out of 10 experience. I'll have to give you a good Yelp review. Thank you, ma'am. I do appreciate a good 10 out of 10 Yelp review. Thank you. You're, you're so, so welcome. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Send Help Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.